took 14 years, but they finally did it, folks. The A's have won a playoff series. They're off to the ALDS on Monday. Play against the Houston Astros. Should be exciting. Especially after Carlos Correa's recent comments. He's like, hey, what can you say now? We just won a series. Well, I think you can still say you cheated in 2017, dude. <laughs> oh, How's it going? I'm your host, Alex Espinoza. Welcome to the Ricky Henderson of Podcast, a.k.a. the greatest of all podcasts, the GOAP. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I ran into some human errors. It's episode 13, so I guess we're bound for some unlucky stuff to happen, but... I, uh, uh, Shana Rubin, uh, the A's beat writer for the Bay Area News Group, was gracious enough to do two interviews tonight because I forgot to click uh, the record button for our first one. So, yeah, uh, 40, 45 minutes of podcasting. Um, podcast just lost to the ether. We were just talking. <laughs> so, sorry about that again, Shana, but uh, she was gracious enough to do another short. 20 30 minute interview talking about the upcoming series and also just what it was like to cover the team in this uh, bizarre 2020 season um and yeah if you want to learn more about shana make sure to go check out episode five we talked about her career path um i think we did that interview right before the season started too so for this one we will be just breaking down the upcoming series starts on monday can't wait uh down in down at Dodger Stadium in L.A. So here's Shana Rubin with the Bay Area News Group. Okay, and all right. Well, folks, after I – okay, so we're back. And by back, uh, I guess it's uh, the beginning of the episode for you listeners. But me and Shana Rubin, uh, writer for Bay Area News Group, we were just recorded 45 minutes of podcasting gold. And I, wasn't, I wasn't recording at all. And, as soon as I get off the thing, uh, I'm waiting for the, the message to like tell me, oh, save the video. And it never popped up. So I was like, hey, Shayna, uh, I didn't record. <laughs> she, she's gracious enough to come back on for a, a quick repeat. <laughs> Shayna, how are you doing? I'm great. I haven't Nothing talked to you in so long. The last time we talked. <laughs> I know. And we yet so much has changed. I know it's funny because we even we even wrapped up our last call like oh who knows when the next time we'll see each other and the next time we'll talk probably won't be for a while and it's like literally five minutes later uh well thank you for being such a gracious uh repeat 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 host I guess it's right yeah, time the, the third time uh, I've interviewed you <laughs> the, the right. second the second time it'll get published um uh so do you think uh, i can't even ask these questions anymore <laughs> anyway all that's the same first question i asked last time do you think the a's and the astros are gonna throw hands in this series or what <laughs> no not <laughs> see i told you this sucks we can't do this no we can do it it's fine <laughs> i mean okay yeah but seriously do you think there's still gonna be some like animosity uh you know carlos correa just came out after this last series saying Oh, what can you say now? We want a playoff series, you know, but it's like they still yeah. cheat they still cheated 3 years ago. That didn't change, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that they I think that there's going to be a little bit not vitriol, but vitriol, vitriol, but <laughs> I think that there's a little bit of animosity that is going to be unspoken just between them generally. Like I I don't think that the A's are like, ooh, those cheaters. Like we have to beat the cheaters. Like yeah, I think I think that's very much a, a fan sentiment that's been expressed a lot and 
throughout the year. And I think that, I mean, ever since spring training, uh, the original spring training, I feel like the A's um, team as a whole, they wanted to, you know, they wanted to express that they didn't like that the Astros did that and that they've known they've been doing it for a while and Mm -hmm. that, you know, they didn't appreciate it happening. Can you hear me? They didn't appreciate it happening. (laughs) um, But I think that, you know, when it comes to playing, they don't think about things like that. They don't think like, yeah, I'm going to, throw a fastball with this cheater here and strike him out. Yeah. Ha, ha, look at the watch. I bet you don't know this slider's coming, cheater. Like, they don't, they yeah. don't think like, they don't think like maybe we're thinking about this, but I think that, and the Loriano incident was not really about the cheating. I think it was, you know, I think people wanted to believe that it was about that. But yeah, but it was, it was, it was just he was barking from the dugout. Yeah. It about, was just... Yeah. He got, he got baited into a, argument by some a coach that was out of his mind so I, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. it's just why does everybody hit ramon i feel like ramon always gets hit, hit ramon? no hit why oh. do people always hit ramon <laughs> he crowds the plate he he's he's he i think it's just the way that he's his stance i think it's just because Dude, i think he's beat up like when, when he's running down the line he doesn't look i feel like he i know he's fouled some stuff off his feet and stuff uh, or maybe it's just the end. I know everybody's banged up, but I feel like he's not. I feel like he's running at like eighty-five percent. I don't know. You think? I I don't think he I'll has. Have to watch the, that a little closer. Yeah, I don't think he has the normal Ramon burst. I remember there was uh, I think there was like a game where he fell, or he got hit by two pitches on his foot or something. I don't know. Oh, and right. I feel like ever since then he, he hasn't been running as fast. I don't know. Maybe right. I'm just. Um, uh, I know, haven't noticed that, but I will now. A super <laughs> crazy, a super crazy fan. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean, from know. what I've seen, like, I don't know. Sometimes I can notice how they're running a little better on TV than I at the ballpark for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ramon, like, he runs like a freaking maniac. <laughs> yeah, it's just so much arm. There's so, so much arm movement. Yeah. So now that I'm trying to be like, how much arm thighs, movement did yeah. I see in the in the in the wild card series? Yeah. And now his th- his that. thighs are like this big. He's just he runs so violent. It's like a running back, you know. It's like. He runs like a running back. For Dude, sure. I, I I would totally hand the ball off to that guy. That guy gets no, some yards. Too much arm action. He would fumble. <laughs> 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 now I'm gonna look at Ramon when he's running. Now it's gonna be so funny. You probably would be a good linebacker, just generally, if he you know kept the ball tight. <laughs> yeah, I see linebacker. I could see that him just. I could see that. Yeah. Just knocking yeah, people or a sa- or like a safety, like a free safety, just knocking people's heads off. You know. He could be Safety. He could, or he, could, he kind of has like a Dante Whitner. Uh, yeah, d- exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just knock I people out. That. Yeah, okay. absolute psycho on the football Next field. Next assignment is assigning, assigning each a, a football. Dude, position. they could actually put. Okay, I feel like Liam Hendricks is a little beefy. You know, uh, JB, <laughs> J, Sean Murphy would be a great tight end or something. Sean Murphy could be a tight end for sure. He'd be really good. Who would be yeah. the quarterback? Who's got a Maybe Ramon would have uh, to be the quarterback. He's got the arm. I don't he used, know. I used, they used to play football. Matt uh, Olson. Oh, I bet Matt Olson would be a good quarterback. Yeah, Matt Olson could be – Matt Chat. No, he's not uh, – Oh, Cha- oh Ch- maybe Chapman. Maybe. Chapman could be – Chapman has an arm, so I he's feel like a he psych- yeah. 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 Dude, that's another thing. It's like, is Chapman I, – I haven't even seen him on TV. Is he, like, laid no. up at – is he laid up at home? Like, can he not yeah. – 
he he cannot be part of the team right now because of the bubble. Like it's not feasible. Oh, that is it terrible, really, dude. That's so awful. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Like in a normal season, he would be with them anyway. Like even if he had begun his rehab, I think they would find a way to sort of like let him work rehab back while also being with them throughout the postseason. But because of the protocols, he can't be with them. Dude, can't uh, like one of the players claim him as like the family or friend guy <laughs> and just have him be like the. Be the have bystander. You, <laughs> yeah. Have you found any loopholes in <laughs> protocol that could maybe change this? Or are you just giving up? No. <laughs> oh my god, I, I feel so awful for him, man. Because I I know he's like the biggest competitor ever, and it's like yeah. just sitting on the couch while like the A's they they're like making this run and like, like e- even like there was a play where Jake Lamb like he dove and like he I, I, he didn't make the throw, but yeah. I was like that's a play Chapman makes and that's the, that's yeah. the difference dude it's like yeah exactly and, and when Chapman like, yeah it's not to take away from Jake Lamb or Chad Pender or anybody because like yeah. they're they're good in their own yeah life. they're big leaguers like, like that they're like normal big yeah. leaguers like yeah, yeah they're big league players they make plays they are more than serviceable but then there's Matt Chapman when he's there it's like He's gonna change some. He's gonna change the course of the game just by his mere presence at yeah. third. And I talked to Dallas Braden about this a little bit, and, and Dave Stewart just because I wanted to, like pitching perspective of like how much is having a third baseman like that. Yeah, like oh maybe I can. Game. Yeah, like maybe I can pitch yeah. to that side of the plate or something like exactly. that or That's what. Exactly yeah. what they said. It's like yeah. you can you can you don't have to nibble at the plate. You can sort of attack hitters in a different way knowing that if you have someone on that side of the diamond that can vacuum up anything that comes his way it changes how you it changes the the attack mode that you're in against hitters and I think that's like that's a significant advantage to have in a postseason where like Mm -hmm. a pitcher feels like he can be more aggressive because of who's behind him it that's like that's that would have been cool to watch you know, yeah, I, feel, I just feel so cool bad because yeah because he and also like like I know he wasn't hitting that good this year but he's still a threat to just hit a bomb yeah. every single time he goes up there yeah. like e- even yeah. if he's in a huge slump I know he went through some really bad slumps this year but like yeah just having he's him there is his hip too to be honest yeah like, I mean he was clearly off just timing wise like swinging through some fastballs and Matt Olsen's been doing the same thing where it's just like yeesh but yeah it's so crazy with Olsen like dude it's just like he I know he's been kind of like feast or famine all year but lately it's just mostly mostly famine dude (laughs) he hasn't hit a homer he hasn't hit a homer in two weeks and it's like he's only hit one like one since like September 5th or something like that I don't know he's like very clearly frustrated with himself too because he keeps he doesn't I haven't seen him look that this consistently frustrated openly. Yeah, like he, he pretty much throws like his ever. helmet like every like he didn't yeah, used he to do his that. Helmet like every time he strikes out, and he's been striking out a lot. <laughs> <So> <laughs> like, yeah, basically, if he strikes out and it's the end of an inning, like that yeah. that that helmet is the gone. Helmet is gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or if he strikes out, he in the middle of an inning, he goes back and he like throws his bat into the whatever the whole thing, cubby. <laughs> I, I love <laughs> yeah my favorite thing to do is watch uh the other teammates like chris davis is always sitting down there or whatever and just like oh just <laughs> just spinning some seats like doing nothing just chilling and then matt olsen's <laughs> over the there just yeah. like 10th for tantrum it's so funny <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. it's like it's like they're just like normal like the, it doesn't even exist it's so funny it's like two different yeah. worlds it's like, you, you don't want to look like at the guy and everything yeah yeah you don't want to look at him yeah just like you don't want to look at the guy and make it all awkward it's like you just have to like look away <laughs> like yeah it's so funny it's like we got a game to watch you can have a meltdown behind me we'll we'll continue proceed with your meltdown i'll pretend like <laughs> i know we talked about it already in depth on our last interview even though it wasn't recorded <laughs> but do, do you feel like the astros uh matchup for the a's is actually uh it's kind of good like that familiar uh familiarity um and then also frankie montas is kind of back in the old frankie form how, how do you feel like yeah like, i mean i feel like the like matchup- bassett yeah bassett and frankie one two is a really good right you know? i mean we don't know what the rotation is going to be yet we won't know till oh yeah all we do is speculate here pure speculation what? all we do is speculate here on the ricky Henderson yeah, we're podcast speculating. uh this is pure speculation i don't know anything special uh i can only guess that chris bassett would go game one and like I, obviously when this pod comes out we're gonna know and i'm gonna sound stupid it's gonna be something like no different. i'll try i'll try to push it out tonight so so then, then there's oh, okay. no doubt i'll do it i'll do it like right <laughs> yeah. now um i can I, i'm guessing that chris bassett's gonna go game one yeah he'll be able to do that mm-hmm. and um the days off allowed mm-hmm. them to reset to whoever however they need to be i'm assuming mm-hmm. um that's what bob said so yeah, I I would imagine he would go game one, so he could possibly go game five because I think that's who you want game five for sure. Because sure. he he's been so consistent, like he's yeah. just he's been doing you it. You want like he if he's gonna be the it, it's his whole season has been insane to me. Like he wasn't even supposed to be in the rotation, and they're kind of like, well, Chris Bassett's gonna come on up. If he can, <laughs> and, uh, we know he can start, and he was like the slowest to start because like during the hiatus everyone had different resources for which they could keep in shape and he was like i was throwing with a freaking high school kid and like (laughs) really yeah i mean that's how a lot of them were doing like they're just playing with local kids who needed to like stay not not just kids obviously but like you know it's like it's like a mix of of like yeah college kids that want to play baseball and it's and like frankie montas was doing the same thing he was working with like a uh I think a college catcher or a catcher who was about to go to college and he's just like, yeah, you want to catch some major league pitching? It was just like, it was Dude, kind of can a, you like, imagine being like an 18 year old trying to catch Frankie yeah. Montas? Like no, that'd be like, like, <laughs> good luck not breaking your entire hand. But I don't know. I don't know how, like how callous you can get or how not callous you are as a baseball <laughs> catcher, but it's just like, that's a, that's a, a maturing experience for a catcher. But yeah. um, yeah, he, he was like the slowest to start at the beginning of the season because he wasn't really preparing and throwing bullpens like the rest of the rotation. And he was ended up being the most most consistent from start to finish. Like mm-hmm. he had a few blips because of the stop and start nature of the coronavirus thing and the protests and all that stuff. And he was he's very honest about when he sucks. He's just like, yeah, I sucked because dude, he's like almost too honest sometimes. It's like, dude, it's great. For I me, mean, it's great. <laughs> I know because for reporters it's great, but no I, I feel mystery. like, but I feel like as a well, I don't know. Baseball is pretty much like you can tell people. I don't know. It, everything is so start to start. You know, if he's like, oh yeah, I sucked. Like my my curveball didn't work today. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's not going to work like the next. You know. Yeah, like, but like then he, for me, I can keep track of 
when yeah. it didn't work and when it didn't like it it's an it's an easier like yeah. he makes it very easy for me to um keep track of all of his ups and downs <laughs> yes. like i don't have to sort of recall on my own i can sort of be like i remember he said this and then said that like yeah and for his start against the white Sox, i remember because it was my, one of my first games i ever covered on the road when we went to chicago mm-hmm. um to play when they played the white Sox. this and is in 2019 you're talking about right yes yeah. <laughs> Not i was like uh <laughs> Last time I was traveling, it was like a year ago. Um, I was like, oh, cool. It was one of my, it was like my second road trip or third or something like that. Mm. And um, he had pitched a really good game against the White Sox. And someone asked him, um, and it's a question that usually, that I was expecting to be very um, like, oh, whatever, cliche, cliche. Mm -hmm. But someone asked him like, oh, do you feel any extra um, pitch against to pitch against the team that um the trade uh, and he was like absolutely no he didn't say that but he was like <laughs> he was like yeah yeah he was like yes oh my I god want hold them. on my dog my dog again this happened okay. last time this happened yeah. last time hold he on you got excited about chris bassett i get it <laughs> hold on i gotta let my dog out of that room yeah go for it i want to find that quote I, I wrote it down in a tweet oh geez louise like clockwork my clockwork, the dog barking. Sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> uh, the quote. Oh, you're trying to find the quote from uh, from when yeah, it's he, not that uh, special. It's, just, it's not even gonna hit different or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, but but he just yeah, but he oh, just like he said, he's oh, no. brutally honest. Yeah, he's just always brutally honest and like he's brutally honest. He said, "Oh yeah, every time I pitch against those guys for my career, I'm going to try to prove to them that they made a mistake." <laughs> yeah like that's yeah that's... and he said that i was like what <laughs> he said that to us yeah because most of the time they're like oh no it's just another game like yeah. uh, oh, i don't think about that every game's the same so i was like not even paying attention to the answer because i was like this is stop yeah. asking dumb questions it's <laughs> <laughs> a good question yeah and he gave a good answer yeah i feel like it's all yeah. mental i feel like it's all mental for him and he just has his confidence like He's walking around with like the the zip up thing, no shirt on, and like I don't know. I think it's all part of it, honestly. Like he's just yeah. going. He like he he like he's he's embraced like you know when you turn into a dad, you get dad strength. He's like got that going. Yeah, you know? I think Liam Hendricks <laughs> said like he's embraced his inner weird. Yeah, he's like a he's a special kind of weird because he's weird, but he's dude. Not- Liam's really weird too, huh? Liam's like a little uh, goofball. Yeah. He's I like Liam also embraces inner weird. I don't know him in 2018 when he was struggling, <laughs> but um, what was up with that mask? Mat- was that his face on his? Yes, that was his face. <laughs> I like, I I can't. I can't deal with those anymore. Those are really <laughs> creepy, dude. It's not. I didn't even. I couldn't even like focus on anything he was saying because I like was like, "This is horrifying." Please. I know it's so scary. Please get a, Please take it off. I can't. Oh god. Oh man. Um. So yeah, I think it's gonna be. I. I yeah, I think it's gonna be Bassett and then Frankie because he's looked so good since that thirteen strikeout game is really. Yeah. He he's looked so good and. And then from there, who knows? Like maybe Luzardo and Manaya. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or uh, honestly, yeah, anybody at that point. But Apparently I d- the whole world wants Mike Byers to pitch against the Astros. So like. Yeah, I know because like yeah, yeah because you know throughout the regular season he never pitched. Um, it's like 
for whatever reason, he always pitched the game before the Astros series. So, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, everybody wants to Everyone's see like, fires. Mm, seems very fishy to me. <laughs> yeah, and Melvin's like, yeah, like secret, yes, <laughs> yeah, secretly. Yeah, my biggest priority was <laughs> to make sure that Mike Fires didn't pitch against the Astros. Yeah. <laughs> Just lining up his, <laughs> like, yeah. Right, yeah, like that's a Mapping like, that's out a his rotation, yeah. Oh, when are we playing yeah. the Astros? Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and um, and how about Hendricks, like, coming in there in game three, just pumping in 100 the day after throwing 50? Like, cause he's just, like, an absolute – like, you have to be, like, a psycho to be a closer. But he definitely – Yeah. I, I always think of Grant Balfour. But he – like, it's so funny because there's no fans there. And so he doesn't make a pitch. He's like, God damn it. Are you guys <laughs> he, on TV? Yeah. And I clip him out. swearing? Yeah, you can hear him swearing. Like, you hear Bassett swearing? Nah, I, I, I he just said let's go i think like the no. favorite, okay well the, okay first the thing about liam Hendricks throwing 100 the day after throwing 50 pitches is it i wasn't surprised to be honest i was but dude I, I thought he would be throwing like 95 or something 96 maybe, tops yeah. you know i mean like, I, I thought there would be a dip in velocity there was actually an increase in velocity because he's such yeah. a crazy guy <laughs> let me let me rephrase it it was shocking because it's like that's that's impressive mm-hmm. like objectively that's impressive to throw 50 pitches and then come in the next day and throw 100 miles an hour okay that's like for anybody like even or all just chapman does it it's like okay that's that's right but like just from what i've learned about um how liam works like he prefers to work two days in a row maybe not to the extent that he had to in this situation um but just what I know about how when he feels at his best, which is like he likes to work in successive days, mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised that he could perform the way that he performed in the in game three after the game two scare mm-hmm. and fifty pitch thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's. But yeah, it was it was a lot of like. Um, yeah, I was second guessing Melvin. Up. Yeah. I mean, I was second guessing Melvin, but Melvin is like, dude, I know. Even that day, he's like, dude, I know he's got another inning yeah. in him, and he did. Yeah, he, and he was tomorrow, and he we was weren't right. here, honestly, yeah. because we were, he hadn't warmed up or he hadn't gone out and throw thrown by the time we talked to Bob that day. And he was like, I don't know, I haven't seen him, so it's like, <laughs> whoops. Okay. But it's one yeah. of those things where Liam will apparently he will just come up and be like, I'm good to go. So I think it was just a very, like, one of those things where um, the familiarity of the team and and Bob with all of his players kind of came into play where it's like <clears throat> the trust exists between both of them where if Liam comes up and says, I'm ready to go, then it's just like, all right, well, that, you're, you're that's a year ago. That's Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, now they're off to – LA and you brought up a really funny point. <laughs> what are they gonna do with all the cutouts? <laughs> That's yeah. gonna be hilarious. They're gonna be like, yeah, it's gonna be A's Astros with like thirty thousand Dodgers cutouts. <laughs> like yeah. what? Or like, are they gonna <laughs> like replace the cutouts? Are they gonna? I, I don't like know. The cutouts, like, I'm very concerned about like because I actually do like that. the cutouts. I don't want to play. I yeah. don't want to see them playing in front of empty seats. Like I think that's no. a, that's a, pretty much your only option. Either you leave them there, and yeah. it's kind of weird. <laughs> or fans watching this forever. <laughs> yeah, or you take them all out. Or because I, I really can't see them. You know, the A's bringing like 
10,000 of their cutouts and the Astros bringing 10,000 of their cutouts no. for that would be ridiculous for a three <laughs> for a three day yeah. uh three day series maybe it's three like, to five like I don't it know, takes yeah. a lot of work to put those cutouts in the yeah all the zip ties yeah like we're gonna fly into the field and i also think like like thousands yeah and like the seats behind home plate maybe i don't know yeah and also like the seats are different yeah like i don't know like the seats are different so it might have to be like a whole new thing i don't know i think they're gonna remove all the dodger ones but i I would i would i would assume so that's so funny Hey, the Dodgers are still playing. They need those cutouts. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they sent the Dodgers ones to Texas with them. Do you think that they'll send the fans their cutouts back? Like, all right, do you want your cutout? Or do you think they'll yeah, just dump true. them? Like, Some of them are, like, beheaded or whatever. Well, yeah, and they're all probably all dusty and gross. Actually, they'll probably, yeah. just, they'll probably just toss them, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Think about all that waste. Oh, jeez. R.I.P. R- the Earth, the man. Environment, <laughs> cardboard craps. Yeah, oh, but yeah, was that weird? Like, uh, you know, watching all those super high pressure situations, and it's like, all right, me and like thirty other journalists here. <laughs> That's about it. It was. Ex- it was I mean, like I know they're the pumping most- in crowd noise and all that. But yeah, it's like yeah. it was the, one of the most surreal experiences of my life just <laughs> watching like one of the most tense games moments in innings of baseball with no one around it was like me and martin and suze suze just taking it in you know that like the the tension is still there like the, the obviously you can feel it yeah. yeah yeah you feel like i think part of that is that and I'm I'm sure you can hear it on TV, but the each dugout reacts to everything. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I, favorite... I, I I don't think I I hear no? like little bits and pieces, but not as much as you would like. Uh, Maybe I yeah. Know, yeah. I feel like I I I feel like I heard it more live than on TV. Like mm-hmm. the White Sox were were cheering for every ball against them. You know, like like if how do I explain this? If, if cheering, if they were up. Yes, like. Uh, Chris Bassett threw a ball. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yay! What you mean. Okay, I don't know why. It's like, yeah, that's just. <laughs> yeah, but that's like a. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I actually like that. That's great that big league clubs still do that. I yeah. love that. Please it's, do that um, more. <laughs> and it, it was like it. It it made it very tense for me because I was just like, oh, there's so much like. <laughs> it's just like so constant. And, like I could hear the chirping about like the strike zone. Like you can hear them sort of that's talking a, throughout the entire thing. We're just like. Why are they still talking? The, the pitches happen. Like, it, it's very... Um, it's kind of cool that that's always going on, but now you yes. can... Now you can hear it very distinctly. Like, you can hear... The, I think my favorite thing was they know... Like, we know when a... For the most part, when a home run is a home run off the bat. Yeah. But usually there's a little bit of suspense. Like, oh, is it good enough? Oh, is that... Like, they know immediately if it's a home run. Yeah. Like the like, big league, because they've seen it so many, like they just, yeah. yeah like yeah. it's literally contact. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and, they and, already told me what's going to happen. They know. And it's like, they just know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's they're like, never wrong. Said, like there's a certain <laughs> sound to a home run that you're just like, that's out. But yeah, sometimes yeah. there's, there's like a little suspense involved. Like, is it like, out? Oh, was but it they, right, really hard? Was it, is it, you know, 
But on like even on deep fly balls that I thought maybe might have a chance, uh, they don't cheer. And I'm like, maybe it's not then. You know? <laughs> but they know, they're like I'm pretty like, much. Oh, there's no reaction. <laughs> so I guess that's an out. So they're pretty like, much right like every time. Like they're, they're yeah. Not, yeah, they like don't miss. Yeah. <laughs> they know when it's a home run. That's it's, so cool. That's awesome. I didn't know very that. Very cool. Like, I don't know how to explain like the difference between when fans and writers know it's a home run versus when they know it's a home run. Because for them, it's like they know it a half second before I know it. It's crazy. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. But it is funny how I, I feel like, yeah, the umps are way, way more easy to get pissed off. Like, I yeah. don't know, because they can hear everything. Yeah. Like, I can hear them be like, ah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, pipe it down. <laughs> pipe it down. Uh, I would hate to be an umpire. Like, literally everybody hates you. Like, nobody likes you. Both dugouts hate you. All the fans hate you. Everybody hates you. I think that, like, if anything, that could be a source of tension between the A's and Astros. Is that, like, just given how much I've already played this year and, like, maybe there's a little bit of extra whatever mm-hmm. stress between the two teams, the fact that they can hear each other might, yeah. like, get get them a little bit more like the the familiarity plus the fact that they can hear each other and there's probably a little history of chirping or whatever like yeah i think that that yeah i love it substantial maybe yeah and i love how the the pitchers uh the pitchers are always like they have their little their little section the starting pitchers and they just they're always yeah at least on tv it looks like they're always like doing something goofy and like I don't know. Yeah. They seem like they're having a good time. You know, I, I think it's really cool. Honestly, I, I I bet the players love it, dude. It's like sacred. You know, it's like it's like they just get a season where it's just no bullshit. It's just the game. You know, it's kind of cool for them. You know, yeah. I, I would think they don't. They say they don't like it, but I feel like there's a little bit of I don't know. It it just feels very. Um, it's like a like, sacred thing. It's like. Yeah, I don't know. It's like uh, you, you, if you're here and you're playing, like you, you deserved it and you earned it. Like, I don't know. It's kind of like a cool thing. It's like you don't have to deal with the bullshit of fans because fans. There's a lot of bullshit that goes with that, you know. And it, right. And even yeah. like, and even like the media, even just the reporters going into the clubhouse before oh. games, like, yeah. like it I is think just very them. Happy that we're not there. Like it is just them. They were just playing the games, and I think. When fans come back next year, they're, they're going to talk amongst themselves like, fuck, that was really cool last year, wasn't that, when it was just us in here, you know? Like, Could be. I think uh, they missed the but yeah. pre-game fan thing where that yeah. kind of gets them hyped up. Like, I think they yeah. took that for granted, how much how much adrenaline can be pumped Yeah, because it's you know, um, the fans. Mm-hmm. They kind of have to – they have to recreate it for themselves a little bit yeah. um, instead of just having the atmosphere do it for them. But – uh it it is very unique to like sort of be part of like a it just like whatever i can't think of the right word for it it's 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 interesting and it's like they're all having fun together and and it's a little bit more clear now because they're out from outside the dugout so you can kind of see it in plain sight yeah yeah it's really cool i like it i mean i there's like a lot of i, I i'm just interested it seems like the level of play is the same. And I just think it's really interesting how yeah. it's like, basically, yeah, the same thing. Like the fans actually don't, this, this proved to me that the fans actually don't matter. It's actually, the level of play is still there. They're still trying just oh, yeah. as hard. It's like, it's yeah. actually the fans, like, 
we always want to say, oh, you wouldn't be here without us. Like, ah, I think they would still, they would get maybe paid as much or, you know. Right. I, don't know. I mean, like, the, like, I think that well, they do. There's I some mean, things that the fans bring that they've said they miss, but it's interesting that the play is still the same yeah, caliber. It, it looks about. exactly the same. It looked to yeah. me like it looks exactly the same. Like they're just as into the game. Like I'm sure, uh, I'm sure it would have affected some games, like pitchers get rattled and stuff, like like if there were fans, but I don't know. Probably. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's interesting. For they sure. survived, and the Marlins are still alive, so that's good. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I think I think that's good for round two. Thank you so much, Shane. I, I I'm so sorry about. Did you record that. it. I see it recording. I do. Now. Yeah, I see the dot now. I just hope I can save it. Yeah, who knows? I'm all scared. It's not going to save. Oh my uh, god. But thank you. Yeah, I know that went way too long. So. <laughs> Oh, good. Okay. Things out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That's Shana Rubin from the Bay Area News Group. First repeat guest. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, it's too bad I didn't record the first session, folks, because it was just 45 minutes just like that, except maybe even better, you know, because Shana heard the questions for the first time. But no, actually, that second interview, we kind of went off on different topics. So it was good. It's always great to talk to Shana. Friend of the pod, friend of the pod. Uh, you can follow her on Twitter at Shana Rubin and Instagram too at Shana Rubin. S H A Y N A R U B I N. Um, yeah, it's gonna be exciting, and yeah, hopefully for her sake, she gets to <laughs> she gets to go to Texas and watch the, some baseball games at the barn out there. Uh, but first, they's got to get through the Astros and then get through the ALCS. So who knows? That starts on Monday. My money's on Chris Bassett to take the ball for game one. All right. It's probably Granky for the for the Astros, right? Granky Bassett is probably my guess. So, all right. I'm your host, Alex Espinoza. Thanks again for listening to the Ricky Henderson podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RickyBlog. And also check us out at RickyBlog.com. Kind of been slacking on the whole blog thing, but I'll try to get some stuff up before the series starts. All right, guys, take care. Have a good one.